Hello, how are you? Good, are you all right? I have a story to tell you. Okay. <laughs> that just happened to me in your bathroom. Okay. Um, that was like the most stressful bathroom experience I think I've had in a little while. Oh, I'm glad it was here in my house. Yep, you're welcome. Um, I was just like, I need to go potty before we uh, record the shot episode. So I went and... There was no toilet paper. <laughs> you could have just texted me to grab I didn't have my phone. Oh, you could have shouted. Well, here you go. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, no toilet paper. Okay, maybe there's some on this shelf, not on that shelf. Maybe there's some on that shelf, not on that shelf. And then I was like, what do I do? Your toilet is so far away from the door in that room. I'm like... I'm going to have to call Lindsay, and she's going to have to bring me toilet paper, and she's either going to see me on the toilet, or she's going to have to do the awkward backwards walk thing. I'll just close my eyes. Or something. <laughs> like, I was like, oh my god. And then I was like, this is stressful. And then I was like, let me just check this cabinet. And there was toilet paper in the cabinet. And I was oh. like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Perfect. <laughs> thank God. Anticlimactic again. <laughs> but I got really stressed out for just like one second, and I don't know why. So sorry. I will make sure to replenish that bathroom with all the toilet paper. You must. <laughs> so, yeah. For today's shot episode, we're going back to Disney. We are. This time we're going to Disneyland. Rather than Disney World. Which is so great. You know what? There's just a lot here. I was like, wow, a lot of weird things happened at Disney World in Florida. And in that whole thing. And then I was like, I wonder if anything's happened in Disneyland. And I was like, oh, no. Things have happened in Disneyland. Yes, they have. So, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and dig right in. The first one. Do we want to start gruesome or do we want to start just bothersome um bothersome bothersome i already told you about this one yes okay um but i'm gonna share it with everybody else just because it's of course terrible and everybody should know about it i think probably again disney world i love you just fyi but Disneyland has its own issues. I would still like to go there, but anyways. No, thank you. I will stay at Disney World. <laughs> so, bothersome. Let's discuss. November 27th, 2009. It's a small world, which, if you haven't ridden this ride before. I sang it last week, repeatedly. Yep. <laughs> she sang you the song, Little Dolls Everywhere, just, it's a small world after all. Over and over again, basically. It gets monotonous. As we discussed last it's week. It's a small, small world. They have one in Disneyland. <laughs> it's a small world. <laughs> yeah. A computer on the ride glitch, leading to them having to evacuate everybody on the ride. The problem was there was a man, Jose Martinez, who was a quadriplegic. And they had no way of evacuating him. Which seems just so backwards quite an oversight i'd say you know you're in a fucking boat like what are you doing yeah he was stuck for 40 minutes listening to long time it's a small world over and over and over again i'm like y'all couldn't like turn down the volume or something like i'm sure it's very specifically calibrated but jesus christ probably probably like creepier without it honestly none of it sounds good to me but yeah, 40 minutes listening to It's a Small World. They finally get him off the boat, take him to a medic tent, and then they're like, oh, you're mostly okay, minus being, like, mentally traumatized? We want to apologize. You know how we're going to apologize? We're going to say 
here is Mickey Mouse giving you a one-on-one show performance of It's a Small World. It's just disrespectful. It's fucked up. It's a slap in the face. So, uh, yeah, he sued Disney World for not having proper procedures in place to evacuate people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. And he was like, this was just like some adding insult to injury, mad fucked up. Thanks for the therapy, Disney World. Yes. So, yeah, bothersome, but, like, also, no. But nobody died. No. Can I, can I tell you the one that I found that I just nearly please, laughed in the middle? Please do. Okay. So, it's the A Christmas Fantasy Parade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, just bothersome, so my laughing is fine. On December 15th, 2018, a float with beloved Santa Claus. Santa! On his sled partially collapsed during a performance of a Christmas fantasy parade, which caused the sled's front to fall downward quickly. This caused the actor playing Santa to be thrown off the sled, leaving him dangling by his safety harness. Which, like, think about that image for a moment. (laughs) What if? The actor thankfully walked away um, unassisted and with no injuries reported. Excellent. Yeah. um, They... Performances resumed later that day, I'm pretty sure, and um, they got rid of that disabled float and moved Santa and his sled to a new float to try again. That's it. Just you know, it's just so funny. Like poor Santa. Poor Santa. <laughs> poor he didn't Santa. ask for this. I think we're just gonna get dark. I'm just on Wikipedia, just scrolling <laughs> along like I did last week, and this is great. <laughs> Have you heard of? the two deaths at the Matterhorn in Disneyland. No. This one ride has killed two people. I see that now, though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is this? So, Matterhorn, to me, like, it kind of reminds me of Expedition Everest. Oh. Just based on, I don't know if there's a Yeti. A bobsled? But, yeah, it's like a bobsled. Bot. Mm. It's like a bobsled <laughs> oh, on a it. snowy mountain. Mm. If you look at it, it, it looks, looks like, like Everest. Expedition Everest. Like yes. it looks very similar, but theirs is called the Matterhorn. So, not sure about all the overlap. Oh, it's a real mountain. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's funny. Learn something new every day. Yeah. So five years after the Matterhorn opened, the first death occurred. Which is not great. That's not a very long time to be like, ooh, death. Basically, it is, in this article that I found, a quick and jerky trip around a track inside a snow-capped mountain. To keep riders safely inside, riders wore lap belts in their bobsleds. Around midnight, so close to the park closing, a 15-year-old boy named Mark Maples from Long Beach was riding the ride with two teenage classmates, and basically they're not sure exactly what happened. He was in the middle seat of the ride, and I guess it's pretty dark inside, especially if there's no light coming in from outside. So the other boys, like, we didn't see exactly what happened, but the bobsled was beginning its descent down when one of the boys who were on the ride said that he felt Mark bump into him. But he's like, it's a bumpy ride, so I didn't think anything of it. The other boy said, I was looking up, heard a noise, looked down, and recognized Mark's sweater as he was falling out the side. Oh. Yeah. 
Disneyland officials were like, oh, well, he probs unbuckled a seatbelt and stood up on the ride because apparently that's a thing mm-hmm. that people do, which is just wild to me. But they're like, he probably unbuckled his seatbelt, stood up, and there are beams, which he just couldn't see because it was dark. And they suspect that he got hit by one of the beams and it knocked him out of the car. He did land beside the tracks of the sled. And at first they didn't, the ride operators didn't realize that somebody was (gasps) not in there. And the boys were like, our friend was on the ride and he fell down. And then they were like, I don't know about that, but there were people in the car behind him. They were like, no, we saw a fucking kid fall out of this thing. You guys have to stop the ride. So they finally did. I would hope so. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Mark was unconscious when he was found, and uh, unfortunately, he never regained consciousness and died four days after the incident. Hmm. Yeah. Wikipedia here says that it was reported that his restraint was undone by his ride companion. Ooh. Gets real dark. That's not great. Uh, One Associated Press headline heartlessly called Maples a daredevil youth. (laughs) This is from sfgate.com is this article. I'll link it. Eventually, his death was ruled purely as an accident. No one at fault. Just like, sorry, this sucks. And that was the first time anybody died in the park. Then exactly 20 years later, this time a 48-year-old woman, Dolly Regina Young, was visiting the park with some friends. At 3.30, she and her friends got into one of the bobsleds. She sat alone in the very back. Now, there's a picture here. I'm not sure if you've seen pictures, but you know how there's like the Skyway gondola that like it'll go across the whole park. At this point, the gondola went through the Matterhorn. Oh, okay. So you could like see people on the ride while you're riding the gondola, which like cool, fun, neat way to look at things. So Dolly Young is sitting in the back by herself. There's a family of three. It's a father and two teen daughters are passing into the Matterhorn just as her bobsled was halfway back down the mountain. And they basically were like, oh, my God, someone fell out of that car. And the dad was like, I'm sorry, what? And the girls are like, yeah, we saw a woman fall out the back, landed on the tracks. And they're like, it looked like she was trying to get up for a moment. But 33 seconds later, the next ride car came through and ran her over mm-hmm. on the tracks. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the track, like, it tried to keep going. Oh, boy. Before the ride was like, oh, we're stuck. So then the ride operators are like, oh, shit, it's stuck on something. Let me go look. They go, they see what has happened, and they're like, this is not great. On his way back back down to get paramedics he ran into two more cast members and was like don't even go up there don't even look at what's happening because you don't want to do that basically Hmm. yeah um young was declared dead on the scene and they did a full investigation when police arrived they noted that her seatbelt was open and laying on the empty seat which to them said well It was either never fastened on her appropriately to begin with, or she took it off Mm -hmm. at some point. And her friends were like, there's no way she took it off. She's not, she wasn't going to do something stupid and try and stand up. 
they must have not checked her belt appropriately. But then the people who are the ride attendants are like, we're trained to check each rider twice. Mm-hmm. And hers was definitely fastened. Like, and she was sitting in a seat by herself. So there's no way we would be like, oh, no, two of them were buckled and one of them wasn't. We didn't realize, like, they're like, she was by herself. She was definitely buckled in. So there's a lot of back and forth. Um, eventually, Disney was found to not be at fault. Um, they said it could never be determined, like, what actually truly happened. So they're like, we can't really say someone's at fault if we don't, like. That's true. We genuinely don't know. The next day. Yes. The ride was functioning again. Yes. Including the bobsled that she fell out of. They didn't take that one out of circulation. Mm -hmm. They took the one that ran her over out of circulation. That's lovely. Yeah. I just feel like maybe they could have kept the ride closed a little longer. You baby. Maybe. Or at least taken the one that she fell out of. Because I feel like if there's like a question of like... Was this this fastened? Was this not? Maybe we should do some troubleshooting and make sure. Maybe. Don't know. I'm not a ride operator. I have quite the next incident. Do tell. Okay. So, you know how much I love the monorail? Yeah. I'm going to really look at it differently. I'm scared. I'm scared. Nothing. No incident involving the monorail can be good. Well, the next one under that is the People Mover, which I also love. Oh, I know. I saw that one. <laughs> if it's the same one, I'm hoping that there's, there's a few of them. Well, there's like a. I know there are two that are pretty much the same. In yes. This, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, anyway, so the monorail um, in June of 1966, a 19-year-old was killed when he attempted to sneak into the park by climbing onto the monorail track. A security officer shouted at him the warnings of the fucking monorail. Yeah. He did not listen. So he was struck by the train and dragged 30 oh, to 40 Jesus. feet down the track, which, like, Ugh. that's heavy. But the security guard later stated that he had to, quote, hose the kid off the underside. No. That's so fucked up. So fucked up. Sir. <laughs> That is not language we should be using. I don't know why it's, like, laughable, though. Because <laughs> like, it's like, what else do you do? Like, why would you say that? <laughs> this is not... I also love the people mover. I'm really going to look at it differently now. Yeah, let's those, little, just... those little stick people hanging out really, really hitting home for me. <laughs> let's just do the people mover. The This article that I'm referencing for a couple of these is um, Goliath.com. The heading for this particular one is, The People Mover Becomes the People Killer. (laughs) (laughs) Like, bro. It's not funny, but it really is. No sensitivity. None. (laughs) The audacity. So, for some context, if you haven't been on the People Mover, she's a slow, she's a slow gal. She, well, she's really just to move you about and to give you a moment to rest. It's basically a nice break where it's like, yes, you get a breeze I'm going to ride on this. I'm going to put my feet up because nobody really wants to ride the people mover. You just go on the people mover when you need a break, but you don't want to be just like sitting on a bench somewhere. Yeah. Uh, according to this article, it has a maximum speed of two miles per hour. So slow. Very slow. Mm-hmm. On August 21st, 1967, a 17-year-old Ricky Lee Yama was crushed to death while on the People Mover. Basically, um, the way the People Mover works, you've got individual cars that seat, like, four people. 
he just tried to jump from one car to the other car because it's slow. And he was like, I could do this. And unfortunately, he missed. He fell onto the tracks and was run over by the next cart. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Then June 7th, 1980, another guy... Gerardo Gonzalez decided he would try it too. And the same thing happened to him. He missed. He got stuck on the tracks and was crushed after being dragged for a few hundred feet down the track before it came to a stop. Basically, in Disney World, you could get run over very easily. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you can. Speaking of... Oh, boy. Well, not getting crushed, but, like, unfortunate things with rides, which one would hope that Disneyland didn't have very much of. Because I feel like in Disney World, most of the accidents that we talked about were, like, people being in places they weren't supposed to be. Like, we talked about it at the end. We're like, most of these are because people were in places or they were doing things that they shouldn't You're have You're not been. supposed to do on the rides. Right. Right. Wait. <laughs> That is not the same no. for Disneyland, which is why no. it's a land, not a world. No. <laughs> it, as recently as September 5th, 2003, one of the carts on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad partially derailed. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not funny. <laughs> killing one rider and injuring t- 10 other passengers. I just don't know. Like, do they not, like, have, like, a run through, like, in the morning? It like, says, real fast. Let's make sure this is operating. Oh. No, but wait, it gets worse. Supposedly, staff had noticed, like, hey, this is making a funny noise. It'll be fine. They ignored it. The state ordered Disneyland. They were like, hey, retrain your maintenance workers because what had happened, like, the problem was that particular cart had gotten maintenance done on it, and whoever did the work didn't appropriately reattach the wheels, and that's how it was able to derail. So they're like, hey, retrain all the guys who are doing your maintenance work. Yeah. And they were like, great. So they did all the things, reopened the ride. A month after it reopened, they were doing test runs and crashed two trains together. So the state was like, hey, Disney, you have to retrain all of them again. Yep. Because this isn't right. Um, The family of Marcela Torres did sue Disney, as they should have. The settlement was confidential. But Disney was legally required to admit fault for the accident. Like, it wasn't one where they could be like, oh, no, it was because of this one person. Like, it's not Disney as a whole. It's this one person. It's like, no, there was a lot of things. There was a lot of places that this broke down. It didn't just break down with one person. So, right. This, that's, it's on y'all. Sorry. Um, well, as we all know, there was the outbreak of COVID-19 mm-hmm. at Disney Parks. But before that, in 2014, we had a, a measles outbreak. No! <laughs> yeah! Uh, um, let me see. Uh, yeah, it was... So, the California Department of Public Health was first notified of a suspected measles case mm-hmm. on January 5th, 2015. And by February 11th in 2015, at least 39 individuals who had visited at least one of the two adjacent Disney parks during the exposure no. period had become ill. So, you know. I don't like that. It's very, it's, 
Very interesting. Um, I also had one. Oh, fuck. Where is it? The fucking... Do-do-do-do-do-do. Where <laughs> is it? Rivers of America. Oh, that's a bad one. And, and it's because I feel like the one... Two of them just feels like it's kind of their fault. Because why are you not following the rules and guidelines set before you? So in two different cases... 10 years apart, just about, we saw some drowning incidents occur because in one, an 18-year-old and his 10-year-old brother stayed on Tom Sawyer's Island yep. by hiding and uh, to stay past closing time. They tried to swim across the river, but the younger brother didn't know how to swim, mm-hmm. so the older brother attempted to carry his younger brother on his back. He ended up drowning. And thankfully, the younger brother was able to stay afloat by, like, doggy paddling until, Mm -hmm. like, an operator rescued him. Yeah. And then 10 years later, um, an 18-year-old drowned in the Rivers of America while trying to um, basically ride a boat, Mm -hmm. so to speak. But there was some intoxication going on. Whoops. I guess the victim's mother attempted to sue Disneyland for allowing Mm -hmm. her intoxicated son into the park. What? As well as the travel agency that had arranged the trip for not properly supervising the teenagers. Oh, my. The lawsuits were unsuccessful. Yeah. But, um... Because is that terrible? Absolutely. But, like, the the travel agent? Yeah. That's that's a no. There's a lot for Space Mountain here. Space Mountain (laughs) fucked some shit. shit up. How about the um, the America Sings? Oh yeah, which I've I don't know, but so the Carousel of Progress, like that's in Disney World now. It used to be in, love that ride. Yeah, used to be in Disneyland, and they were like, you know what, we want to do something different, so we're gonna send the Carousel of Progress. It's all gonna go to Disney World. Which like, thank you. I appreciate it. You know. So they took that attraction and entirely redid it, and they reopened it as America Sings. And basically, it was made of an outer ring of six seating areas that rotated around a stationary center, housing multiple stages. There was a woman. Her name was Deborah Gale Stone, and she was working as a hostess. Um, she was in charge of welcoming guests there and took the audience to the first scene of the carousel. Unfortunately, when she was doing this, she approached too closely to the area between the rotating wall and the part that didn't move and was crushed to death in between the walls. Yeah. Which is not great. No. Other things that are terrible, uh, the LA Times wrote an article about it. The headline was, Girl Employee Killed at Disneyland. What? Mm-hmm. What is wrong with people when they're yeah. writing things? Like, How about this? Point, he's like, mm, no. I'm just going to read this so you guys can see the first little bit of it. Summertime employee Deborah Gale Stone, 18, was crushed to death at Monday night at Disneyland's new six million attraction, America Sings. The five foot two inch brunette was caught between a stationary and moving wall. I'm like... Yes. Some of those details feel irrelevant. Just so you know, she was cute. And she got crushed to death. Some of these just sound real fucking painful. There are a lot of crushings. Yeah, But like, then, Space Mountain. Oh, yeah. 
Space Mountain, not good. I have one from August of 2000. I don't know if that's the same thing that you're looking at right now. But the Space Mountain roller coaster made a violent emergency stop because a wheel assembly came loose. Like, fucking get it together, Disneyland, with your wheels. (laughs) Because that is causing you a problem. At first, the initial report said that it was only, you know, minor injuries to nine passengers. But then, like, the fire department showed up as they have to. And they found out that some park workers were trying to conceal everything that had happened. Um, Firefighters reportedly heard Disney security officers congratulating themselves for keeping the details off of emergency radios. It was over a year before the actual, like, truth of the accident came out. Jonathan Woodcock and his wife, Julie, they were two people who were writing it. And because of this, Jonathan suffered from 13 bulging discs, nerve damage down his spine, broken teeth, and a dislocated jaw. Mm. His wife had two herniated discs and suffered permanent damage to a hip, a knee, and a shoulder. Mm -hmm. And they were just like, just kidding, minor injuries to nine people, don't worry about it. Right. They sued. I I haven't seen anywhere where there's, like, a resolution. Mm -hmm. I would assume that since it was uh, 20 years ago now, over 20 years ago now, Mm -hmm. that there's probably some sort of resolution. But I wasn't able to find that readily available. Yeah. Well, in 2013, which I feel like this really ties everything together. Oh, great. (laughs) I'm laughing. It's not funny. It's a little funny just because, like, how the fuck do you get here kind of funny? Like, at what point did we just, like... Let's not let, let's not reflect on anything. Let's just keep going. Um, it says that Disney voluntarily closed Space Mountain, the Matterhorn, and Soarin' over California due to OSHA-related issues, and also so that employees could like safely do some some safety protocol reviewing. You mm-hmm. know, um, so. The downtime for each attraction varied. Space Mountain was actually closed for a month. Okay, wow. Yeah. The safety review stemmed from seven OSHA fines that were initiated from November 2012 incident where a worker fell down the outside of Space Mountain building and broke several several bones. Yeah. So, OSHA originally fined Disney a record of 234850 So, like, shit ton of money, basically. So many dollars. So many dollars. And then they reduced it, which, like, how dare? They reduced it to 82. They can handle that, okay? It's fucking Disney World. They're yes. one of the biggest companies in the world. They I can know. handle that. Then they also find the um, contracting company uh, 60000 Okay. For safety violations, which, like, that makes a lot of fucking sense reading some of these fucking things. Yeah. Honestly, like, I, I realize I just said it, like, three minutes ago, but, like, figure out how wheels work on rides, please. It's just a lot of, like, character incidents. A lot of character incidents. Lots of incidents in this particular park of, like, just people being in places where they weren't supposed to go. Like, which, again, like, we saw that in Disney World. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, you just made a face. What did you find? I did. In 1976, an unidentified woman sued Disney Parks Corporation because she claimed that one of the three little pigs oh, no. at the It's a Small World attraction grabbed and fondled her. What? 
she claimed to have gained 50 pounds as a result of the incident and sued Disney for $150,000 in damages for assault and battery. False imprisonment. I'm sorry. That was not funny, but like, just, it's a, I'm thinking of like a costume character as three little pigs. Oh my God. Doing all this shit. And it's, she also sued for humiliation. Eventually, the plaintiff dropped charges after Disney's lawyers presented her with a photo of the costume. Uh What? I'm sorry. Which had only inoperable stub arms. Oh, no. A feature among the shorter characters that was eliminated in later years. That's one of those things where, like, do your research. Winnie the Pooh slapped a 10-year-old girl named Debbie Lopez, caused bruising, recurring headaches, and possible brain damage. Oh, no. The worker testified that the child was tugging at his costume from behind. When he turned around, he accidentally struck her in her ear. Can I tell you a story? Yes. Once a time, once upon a time, when I was a child, uh huh, I accidentally like I hit a kid in Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> accidentally, I was playing skee ball, and I was very intent, and I was probably like ten years old, and I had the skee ball in my hand. Well, you were a child, and I put my arm back, and I didn't realize there was like a kid, and I fucking hit him in the face, it like my hand around the skee ball, so it had like some fucking weight to it. And it was not a good time. So I understand Winnie the Pooh. I get it. It happens. Um, There was a video that surfaced showing Pluto chasing a child on Main Street. Um, Maybe they were playing tag. It doesn't say why Pluto was chasing the child, but it it, it shows Pluto chasing him and then being confronted by an adult who pushes Pluto to the ground. After a shouting match, Pluto left the scene with his hands up and returned with another employee who talked with the adult who had pushed Pluto. Yeah, don't fucking push him. (laughs) So this is perhaps the worst, not the worst, because this child lived. But this is like, I read this story, I read this blurb, and I was like, I don't know if I want to go to Disneyland anymore. I think I want to stay in Disney World. You do, based on the sentence I just read. (laughs) I do want to go or I don't want to go. You want to stay at Disney World. And okay. Only Disney World. Okay. So, again, this is from the Goliath.com article. Yes. Apparently, Disney, the neighborhood surrounding it, people are very trigger happy. Mm-hmm. And stray bullets can travel quite a while before gravity does what it do. Yes. So, on February 12, 1990, a stray bullet hit an eight-year-old girl while she was riding the Disney Railroad. That's unfortunate. So you're just riding a fucking ride at Disneyland and you get fucking shot. Talk about PTSD. Honestly. Luckily, surgeons operated and were able to remove the bullet from the young girl and it hit her in her lower back. Um, Disney did offer to help pay for the girl's medical bills, even though, like, it technically wasn't their fault because the argument is that the bullet started its journey outside of the park. So it's not Disney's fault. But it's like she super could have been shot to death in Disney World had the bullet gone anywhere else in her body. And I just... Here's, like, Disney World, all the parks are inside of the world of Disney. Like, you're not... It's, it's, I mean, anything can happen anywhere, but, like, you're so much less likely. Mm-hmm. Like, you're more than a mile away from most trigger-happy neighborhoods. You're very far away. You're in fucking swamp territory. Exactly. I don't think those gators are trigger-happy. Exactly. So, you know, call me crazy, but I feel a little safer in Disney well, World. in 1981, which this could happen anywhere, 
An 18-year-old man was fatally stabbed with a knife during a fight with a 28-year-old man. No! After the victim supposedly pinched the man's girlfriend in Tomorrowland. Oh, my God. The family sued the park for $60 The jury found the park negligent for not summoning outside medical help and awarded the family $600,000. Jesus Christ. But uh, that that happened. I I don't like how it just... And then a 15-year-old boy was fatally shot in Disneyland parking lot, mm-hmm. and that incident began as an early morning confrontation between rival gang members for escalating into a brawl. Someone was was convicted of secondary murder, but the conviction was overturned by a state uh, state court. Oh, a woman had spit onto a man's face, which resulted in a fight breaking out among four people in Mickey's Toontown. Man. Dude. How about this? California screaming? Don't know what that ride is. I've never been to Disneyland. So if you guys know what it is, let us know. But on July 29, 2005, 25 guests were injured. That's a lot? Yeah. That's a lot. Guess guess what was wrong? Oh, boy. What? Faulty brakes on those wheels. Jesus! (laughs) Uh, A brake valve installed a few days before the incident by Disney instead of by the ride manufacturer caused this this train crash, which injured a ton of people. So, like, figure out your wheels. How about a fight outside the Tower of Terror? Yeah, Have you so seen I'm that? just reading. Uh, yeah, 53-year-old Glenn with a last name. I don't have a last name. I just have 53-year-old man. Okay, 53-year-old man was arrested after being involved in an altercation with a Disney security guard. They thought he was drunk, but he was never charged as being drunk and disorderly. He was pepper sprayed, though. Multiple times. Oh, no. Which prompted the man to continue fighting until he was subdued by other guests. Oh, my God. Yeah. My dad's not allowed to go back to Disney World anymore. Because he got pepper sprayed a lot when he was there. It says the man was eventually removed from the park and charged with assault and battery. Jesus. Yeah. It was uploaded to YouTube. We don't... I just... We don't need to do that. You know? We don't need to fight at Disney World. No! I understand emotions can get high, but, like, let me, you know, pitch a not-so-far-out idea. Maybe dudes need a decompression zone at Disney. Yeah. Perhaps. Or parents, tired parents need a decompression zone at Disney. So things like that don't happen. And maybe Disney needs to, once COVID is done, if it's ever done, install a foam pit where the point of the ride is to stand up on the ride and try and jump around. (laughs) Maybe. Because if that's what people want to do, here you go. Let them do it. You have to sign a special waiver before you have to sign a special waiver before you could do it, though. There were, there were also a few incidents of uh, falling off of hotels. Yeah, I saw those. It's not great. It's not. No. I only had three pop up on the Wikipedia thing, mm-hmm. but but yeah, that's majority of them, I think. Yeah, that's that's some of the unfortunate incidents that have happened at Disneyland. Thanks for coming to our TED talk <laughs> on why Disney World is superior to Disneyland. Here's my thing. Obviously, it's. It's a whole world. I'm still, yeah. Disneyland is just a land. There are four parks and then some at Disney World. How? Where are you going to get that? Nowhere. Nowhere. Literally nowhere. Also, there are no earthquakes at Disney World. There are alligators, though. 
There are. That's not really a concern unless you know you're like asking for it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm just saying they're there. Grew up there. They are there though. Not like they're there, but like in Disney World for the most part. Like if you're thinking about a park, where are yeah. you gonna go now? That's gonna be oh. I'm eaten by an alligator. No, your Funyuns will get stolen by a squirrel, though. <laughs> yes, they will. <laughs> Those squirrels don't give a fuck. It's because people feed them. The yeah. animals are not afraid of people anymore. No, they're like, you are a great food source. Thanks for coming to my house. Thanks for yes. making this easy for me. Yes. The people have made it risky. Yeah. So, you guys, tell us what you think. <laughs> which Which one's better? Which one is better? Which one's worse? Which one would you go to? If you had the opportunity. Well, I'm going to Disney World in November. I am going to Disney World in May, plus or minus in November. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess that answers that question for now. That's that's where we stand. I mean, I, I still want to go to Disneyland just from a bucket list standpoint. I want to just be able to go. I want to be able to see it. I would I like to, to go see the see changes, the, the Disney differences. castles in the other, like, countries. Oh, yeah. That's cool. But, like, I would like to see the Aurora Castle. I don't I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> no fucks given here. Actually, I don't care. <laughs> Personally. So, yeah, just let us know. Tag us on social media at Luminol Cocktail Pod. On Facebook, we're Luminol Cocktail Podcast. Let us know what you think. Uh, and we will be back next week to serve you guys another round of Luminol Cocktail Shop.